everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode here on Viewpoints. Um, John, we just kicked off uh, this new sermon series, First Peter, and what a great message we've heard this Sunday morning. Um, so let's just talk about that. Why do you think First Peter is such uh, a good topic uh, in this time that we're going through right now? Yeah, you know, we've called this um, talking about going through some storms, and basically that's really what the book's about. It's about people who are going through difficult times and hard times and how they deal with it. Their circumstances are not great, but yet they're still truly um, making it through. So mm-hmm. it gives us some guidelines about how to do that and what that looks like. And so we, I think, in the, you know, we're just diving into First Peter and looking at some of the different things. There's some great takeaways from the book about just how do you deal with when things are not going like you want them to go. They're not in your control, and you don't like how they're going. And it gives us some direction about that. Cool. John, if we could just zoom in a little bit on this topic, I know that you were talking about this morning too, of, you know, kind of going a little bit deeper in this subject. So the the who, the what, the where, and why of First Peter, can we just talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so let's just kind of get into this a little bit, because you got Peter, who is the who, who wrote the book. And, you know, it's interesting, I didn't know till a couple of weeks ago that other than Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he has the most words other than Jesus. Oh, wow. So he has a, I mean, a huge impact. Yeah. So you got this guy's inner circle with uh, the disciples. He's married. He's a fisherman. He followed Jesus, left everything. He failed a lot, and he would, did great stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the failing was when, obviously, he ultimately he denied Jesus three times. That was one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. And then one of the best things he did is when he, Jesus goes, well, who's everybody say that I am? And Jesus, I mean, he had the right answer. He goes, well, Jesus, you are the Son of God. Mm-hmm. You are the Christ. And, you know, everybody else was thinking other things. So he had the exact right answer. Um, and then, obviously, God used him in great ways in the book of Acts when he's preaching and people are following Jesus and people are becoming Christians. And so Peter's the who. The where is interesting because it says in First Peter chapter 1 in the first verse, it talks about all these people that are living as foreigners or exiles. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that everybody's scattered. Um, there's a little background, Jewish background, about how that they got taken into captivity, and that's why the Jews were scattered, the Gentiles. He's also just talking to all the people that are non-Jews that are just spread out. Mm-hmm. They've, they've either, because of persecution or whatever, and so he mentions some specific cities in the first verse there of First Peter that are in present-day Turkey. So the how is, talks about, how the Spirit makes us more and more like Jesus, and the why is so we can live lives of obedience. But the part I want to focus in on today for the podcast is the what, Mm -hmm. which is that he goes, here's what I want for you guys. I want you guys to have grace and peace to be multiplied in what God wants for you. And that's really the big emphasis, I think, that uh, is great to think about and talk about. Yeah. You, you mentioned grace, you mentioned peace, and thank you for going through that, John. I know that's going to help the listener because there's some things that you mentioned that I didn't even know about First Peter. Uh, but grace and peace being multiplied in our lives, how can we navigate through that when some things are just, our circumstances are uncertain? You know, I know that we just went through a whole pandemic and all that stuff. So how would you tell someone if they came to you and said, well, how, how can that be in my life when I don't even know what's going on? 
Yeah, I kind of think it's interesting because in verse 1 and 2, it talks about, hey, you guys are exiles. And I thought, okay, so nobody's really an exile today. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. we're not exiles from our country or anything, but we are not where we wanted to be. Yeah. And that's an that. exile. You know, exile is, I don't, I don't really want to be in this place right now. Well, that's kind of pandemic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in this place right now and how you that's a good point. order something and it's going to take 55 weeks and all those kind of just little things too. So we don't, we're not where we want to be. So it all, so how does it get multiplied? I think part of it is always going to be that idea of where you realize you're going to either focus on what you don't have or you're going to focus in on what God has done right. and turning to God and saying, okay, look, help, help me find peace no matter what mm-hmm. and to have that grace that comes from following God and saying, hey, God knows what he's doing. He has a plan in it. He's my heavenly father. I just need to have grace and peace about what's happening. But it's not just have it. It's in the First Peter says, have it in ever-increasing measure. So mm-hmm. so my question to you, Jordan, would be, so how does, what would that look like? And is that happening, has that been happening in the last two years? Uh, oof, that's a hard question. I don't know, though. I feel like when you talk about, in, when I look at my life, when, you know, exile and all that stuff, could that be both spiritual and physical? Like, Could be, yeah. Okay, so that's yeah. the way I kind of look at it. Yeah, no, but exactly. I don't know. That's kind of a hard question to answer. I mean, um, I feel like there had been some times in my life that it spiritually I felt that way, right? You know, um, but just hearing you talk about that, it's like, oh wow, that could apply to actually both right. physical and spiritual. Um, Do you think in general people are increasing in peace? Oh, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, no, um, and. I would say no, just because people are uncertain of just in the time in general. Like they don't even know what we we believe or what we stand for. Um, There's so many questions I feel like people have. So I would say no. People, peace comes from a little bit of knowing and truth, right? So I don't, and I think people are probably not there. If you were to ask me, well, I mean, what do you see? I mean, being a pastor. No, I think I think you're exactly right. Here, okay, but let me ask you this question because this is I think interesting. How how many people do you know, would you say, most people haven't, but they have? Mm-hmm. Do you know many people that be in that category? Not very many. I would say a few. I would yeah. say a few. Just and, do some people come to your mind? I, I, yeah, yeah. Exactly what you're like, saying. The same for me. I got a few. Mm-hmm. but Like spiritual mentors? Or, yes. Okay. Because I feel like those are the more grounded people in my life. But people that are kind of just like trying to find themselves – I have a lot of friends that are kind of going through those stages of what I want to do for a career. Um, it seems like anxiety is the ultimate thing in their life right now. Yeah. And yeah. so I would say no. Um, but how do we get to that place of grace and peace being multiplied? I think is the bigger question. Right. Like what are the steps to take for that to get to that place? Right. I think is more helpful. Um, but no, I would say, yeah, short answer. No. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, John, any final thoughts on this uh, for the listener today? Yeah, well, let me kind of address what you just asked because I think that's a great, great question. So what do we do and how do we mm-hmm. go? I, I do think it's part of it to go, you know, God, you've made some promises and your presence is there. And either I'm going to look at my 
you know, life that is not what I want it to be or my situation I want, want it to be or I'm not where I want it to be. I thought I'd be, I thought this would be my reality. It's not my reality. Yeah. And just to really hold on to the fact of, okay, but God's there. He's promised some stuff. And so he's got something for me in this, you know, literally it'd be in this place I'm at. Yeah. And and, and not, to, not to cut you off, but I think yeah. you mentioned it last week. You were like, um, peace is not the absence of trouble. It's right. it's in the middle of it's in the middle of your your situation or your trouble that you're going through that you find God yeah. in that place. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I think no, you mentioned no, that. Yeah, you're exactly right. Two weeks ago or so. And I think part of it is like I, I would apply. Okay, here would be the application: Middle in Texas. <laughs> okay, I'm talking to this guy the other day, you know, and he's um, he's going. Yeah, we got moved to Midland, Texas, and I could have gone to here, here, here. I picked everywhere except Midland, mm-hmm. but they, you know, different reasons. They closed down the office after they thought they were going to have it, and blah blah blah. So I'm I'm here in Midland. So he goes, I have no idea why why I'm in Midland, Texas. Right. And I mean, that's kind of an exile statement. Yeah. Okay. I would agree. Well, I'm here, and uh, but the bottom line is always going to be. God is there, and he's got something for you. Yeah. He's got something for you to learn, something good for you. Some of the times that I would say in our group Monday night, we shared a failure, and I shared one of my failures that was um, actually a big one in my life in college that right. changed my whole life, right. actually. But it also was the turning point of my life in a mm-hmm. good way. Mm-hmm. But it was a failure. Right. So was God there? Absolutely. But, man, it wasn't how I wanted it to be. And I, some of it was out of my control. Some of it wasn't out of my control. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing about, I always, you know, I hear there's a certain group of people go, oh, I'm in Midland, Texas, and, you know, there's nothing <laughs> to do, and the wind's going to blow, and the sand's <laughs> going to be in my eyes. Yeah. And that's kind of it. But, hey, there's, God's got something. If, if you're here for a short time, a long time, or whatever, God's yeah. got some great stuff for you no matter what and no matter where that's awesome well pastor john thank you so much the listener we hope that you were able to um to receive this message and and maybe that's that's something that you should do today is just take a look at your life and go you know in uncertain times is god moving and how grace and peace can be multiplied anyway pastor john thank you so much we hope to see you next time god bless